When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Welcome back to the Anthony Gordon Show. Now, the special guest in the studio is special for a number of reasons, but for our purposes, I think that Joel Wall personifies in so many ways the reason why uh, a few years ago we launched the Anthony Gordon Show. And let me give you one or two points, and I think, Joel, <clears throat> you'll, you'll um, I think, get a sense of why I, I think that you're a the kind of person that can speak to our audience. Number one, you know, as someone who's been around and represented um, a lot of uh, professional athletes and <clears throat> celebrities and someone who's sort of been on the proverbial uh, speaking circuit for, for some time, it, it, it bothered me that there are so many people, millions of, I guess, primarily millennials that have embraced certain myths, certain preconceived ideas about life, about success, about happiness that, that I know, and I think you, you, we both know are not only not true, but actually have caused a whole generation of people to lead lives of quiet desperation, trying to <clears throat> clone curated Instagram sites, uh, trying to spend money they don't have to buy things they don't need to impress people they don't like. <clears throat> and it bothered me because it, it, it's, it's, it's uh, a person who cares. And I think that a lot of people um, ascend up the ladder and find it's leaning against the wrong wall. So just <clears throat> a bit of background for uh, our listeners. Joel uh, is uh, the co-founder of BizFluence, which we're going to talk about. It's a very interesting uh, business networking uh, platform. Uh, uh, for lack of a better way of, of saying it, I would say sort of an alternative to LinkedIn. Uh, he founded, <clears throat> uh, founder of the popular uh, Amazon Powwow of, uh, event, which we'll discuss, uh, and has done some exciting things <clears throat> as an Amazon partner uh, advertising agency. But I think the the important thing for our listeners, Joel, is just if, to give us a context of your journey. And I think one of the things I also like in the discussion we had offline <clears throat> is that you were candid, courageous, and frankly, truthful enough to say, like anyone that I think will, uh, our viewers will resonate with, it's been a tough journey. There's been bumps in the road. You, no silver spoon. <laughs> you were given no silver spoon. And last time I checked, I didn't see you uh, inheriting a trust fund of $2.3 billion. 
So um, like most people that I think resonate with, with our audience, uh, I think that, you, you know, you've had to navigate uh, some really tough bumps in the road. So I think what would be appropriate, Joel, uh, in as much as the, the genesis of the Anthony Gordon show and really the impetus that, um, that caused us to launch the show was just a lot of concerns uh, that I started being privy to and, and feeling that there's a huge generation out there that is getting a certain content, a certain message, largely through pop culture, through a plethora of platforms that are, I think, destructive. You've lived the social media. Uh, you've, you, you've, you've, um, you really you sort of touched the space in, in, a, in a number of different ways. I think just for the, for the purposes of our listeners to get a context of, of you and who you are before we sort of drill down, can you just share with us, um, you know, your, if you, if you will, your entrepreneurial journey over the last several years uh, until sort of where we are now, just to sort of put things in context. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, thank you for having me, Anthony. Uh, Pleasure to be here today. So uh, not a a whole big story. Uh, We're still waiting for the end of it. (laughs) Although... We're not rushing the end, right? Yeah. Um, the drama is is all the, all the in between, all that drama. That's that's life. That's that's the journey. So we appreciate that. Um, so I've I've been in uh, product sales for most of my life. Um, my aha moment came when I started an Amazon advertising agency. Realized that instead of focusing on products, which yep. basically comes down to price, which also took me a number of years to learn that. I had nothing special and any product that can be created um, can be imitated. And uh, it's just a commodity on price at that point. So when I started uh, the agency, I suddenly began to talk about myself really for the first time in my life. And um, it hit me. It really hit me. And, and I always say this, that's when I, that's when it hit me that the, the saying uh, which someone told me years ago when I was a college student, and he says, there's only one Joel in this entire world. So no matter what track you choose to pursue, it was physical therapy, it was psychology, it was business development. He's, he says, if you want to be a physical therapist, that's fine. There's, there's only one of you, which I didn't, 19, 20 years old, I had no idea, you know, what are you talking about, but it hit me right. later as I started explaining to clients, you know, why they go with me. And what yep. uh, particular attributes I have that I bring to the table, and um, I started really leaning into that. Yep, and that opened up a whole plethora of just you know new landscape, um, a new world really of because we are endless as human beings. Sure, we're infinite, and we can just go forever. So that started uh, me really talking about myself more. I was trying to get clients. That was my whole intention. I wasn't just posing yep. with a selfie. I was, you know, I was just trying to, trying to go out there and get clients and trying to get more exposure exposure. And I realized that the, the clients that I did acquire uh, appreciated certain, you know, particular aspects of myself and, and the agency as we grew. Um, and I started really leaning into that, like I said, and that brought me to LinkedIn. That brought me to, um, the time where LinkedIn started going more social, started getting a lot of views, a lot of visibility, and organized two of the largest LinkedIn global events myself yep. uh, with a couple of partners. Um, 
And uh, that really brought me into that that public space where I was, you know, so-called um, influencing things. I don't yep. think I really influenced anything, but got into that that, that entire space. Learned how, learned a lot about networking, a lot about what people are, um, you know, what, what they connect with and yep. what they're seeking. You know, what are they seeking both on a personal level and on, on a business level? And uh, I was always looking for the next big thing. You know, yep. where are we going? What are we doing? What's next? And um, I got into this. Here's where I am. So I got into Bisfluence, which is, um, we're calling it a LinkedIn challenger. Yep. And um, it is all that I've learned over the last 20 years of, you know, small business owners, the hustle, yep. the grind, you know, the determination to succeed, the yep. uh, community aspect, helping others, helping lifting others up and actually so, collaborating, um, it, all, all that stuff. That's where it led me to. And that's what we're actively involved with today. Thank you for that, Joel. So here's what I my analysis is of you. And I think the, uh, the success that you've had, and this is just coming from someone whose whole life is about EQ, understanding people. And in the speaking world, as I'm preparing now to do a TED, TEDx talk in London, here's what the, the coaches keep coming back, Joel. And I think you'll relate to this. There's two key things that all of the research shows that audiences are looking for, at least in the context of public speaking, authenticity and vulnerability. They want the person to be real in a world that's curated. It is an immediate uh, differentiator. And because there's such a pressure from the social media sort of ethos of creating plasticity and curated uh, sort of a post, the idea of showing vulnerability saying, you know, I screwed up or this was hard. That's the raw emotions that I think you've imparted that I I, I think is connected with a lot of people. That's that, that's just my analysis of you, you come across as authentic. You are not scared to be vulnerable. I think that that's got, that's the social magnet that at least my analysis of um, the posts and stuff that I read um, during your sojourn on LinkedIn. I think that that's a large part of what this show is about is that my concern is that there's a huge generation of people out there um, that are doing everything possible to placate other people. And as you focus on the external, you forget to build your internal world and you forget your own identity. You become a clone of what other people want to hear and see. And I think that that, I think that at least my analysis of you is that you're not that. And if you can, if you can continue to be real without being bitter, uh, without being different, just for the sake of being different, um, I think people are attracted to that. Yeah, and I think um, you know authenticity is 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 very rarely found yeah. because ultimately we chase our egos yeah. and our because you know chase they they make us uh, spin spin all day and chasing our tail. Yeah. I think even because of social media factor and everybody wants to be a star and everybody wants to be celebrity. A lot of people are also leveraging that authenticity thing, but they're still being fake, right? They're saying, oh, I'm so yeah, authentic. I'm so, you know, my true. cat died last night. And, you know, obviously <laughs> social media is full of those stories, you know, yeah. where, or they're, you know, there's this whole, obviously it taps into the woke movement where, you know, virtual yeah. signaling, uh, 
HR and how great, you know, like I'm the best boss in the world. And I guarantee, like, I do not want to work for those people that are <laughs> telling everyone how great they are and the bonuses they give right. to their employees. So I think there is a big part of that. And I do think that a lot of people could be fooled. And, yep. and really, I think, I think, I think a lot of people are fooled and that's fine. That's just the way it is. But I think a true, true authenticity um, has a longer shelf life. It takes, yep. it takes a longer time to take off. And yep. it's few and far between. I'm not saying that's what I am, but that's certainly something that I strive for. And and it's it's what we do with our technology too. We're not looking for for shortcuts. We're not looking to um, get lots of easy views. We're building a platform which is really built out one user at a time, and it's got to be authentic. They have to be real. They they need a a, a profile picture. They need a first yeah. and last name. Um, they're invited by other people. It's it's going to take a lot longer. Like there are many shortcuts, but right. it, you know, we're, and we're seeing that starting to pay off now, where it's accelerating and it's growing, and people are joining every minute. So that's you're talking in in euphemisms. Let's be specific. Biz bizfluence is what we're talking about now. What's if you had to say the main distinguishing factors differentiated between uh, obviously the, the LinkedIn is the eight hundred pound gorilla in the space. It, it, without saying anything. Yeah, a pejorative about LinkedIn. What's the main differentiator, and why do you think it seems to be really gathering traction? I'm very thankful to LinkedIn because um, LinkedIn has taught me a lot about the you know this the space, the social um, space, the business networking um, vertical. Yeah, um, and it's it's handed me a, a new career. It's it's given me my vision. So where I think that not only LinkedIn, but a lot of social platforms are failing is the little guy. And yep. there, are, there are an awful lot of little guys in this world. Yeah. And our, yeah. our objective is to lift up the little guy and give them a place to grow and specifically, you know, grow professionally. So we, we focus on the small business professionals, entrepreneurs that are either they're starting out or they're just, you know, they're not fortune 500 companies, you know, they're not IBM right. and Microsoft. Um, and that, that, that's a space that we feel like people do not have the same results on social media. So, yeah. you know, large companies, they'll put up the latest raise, they'll put up, you know, the latest, you know, 500 hires, yep. um, latest deals. Everyone is attracted to that. Yep. Super charismatic people, handsome, good looking, yep. pretty attractive yep. Those people will get a lot of views, visibility, you know, yep. a lot of vanity metrics and even real and even real metrics. They can grow, you know, super marketing companies and everything else using social media. And then they're they're out there telling you like Gary Vaynerchuk, who's a genius, but he's out there telling you, you know, you got to be posting 218 times a day. And it's like, I'm a plumber, dude. Yeah, I'm not, well, 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 what that's what we, I do. Yeah. I, I'm really good at plumbing. I'm not really good at posting content. And yeah, yeah, I'm not I love interested it. in learning, right? So we're providing that platform for the average Joe. Really, we should just call it averagejoe.com. Um, <laughs> so that's, that, that's the biggest differentiator. And everything else is filler. Um, a lot of very key, critical filler. We want you to be able to um, transact on the platform. We want you to be able to conduct, you know, basically everything in your day-to-day on the platform from payment processing to booking uh, meetings to using a CRM uh, to hosting an event. Um, and 
it's also just, I think, an important point as a differentiator from other social platforms. It's weighed very heavily on value. And again, it's professional value. So, uh, you know, we did a lot of thinking and we still do a lot of things. And, we're, and what, we, what we're saying is, isn't commenting on a post more valuable than actually posting? You know, so, so we're incentivizing that and we're gamifying that so that, you know, like I'm on Twitter and I'll do a post, no one sees it. Uh, I'll do a comment and I'll get, you know, 10,000 views because my comments are pretty cool. My posts are too, but yeah. because I only have a small following, it gets zero traction. So, you know, I'm thinking if I get 10,000 views on my comments, my comments rock and Twitter should be, you know, uh, attributing value to that and letting me get a larger following on my, you know, on my other posts. They're not doing that. And it like puts me to a place where like, okay, I'll go on Twitter again. I'll, tr- I'll scroll. I'll try to find somewhere where I can really comment and, but it's hard. So we want to, you know, make all of that smooth and um, mm-hmm. I guess we pay value. I love that. I love the concept of gamifying it. So in other words, you are incentivizing people to respond and whatever, what's the, the currency of the gamifying? And they get certain points, which they can what they can then get credit for. They, well, yeah. So at this point, um, you know, they can, uh, they can get some merch, right. They can, um, yeah. but as we, they, they also get a score. So I don't want to get too deep into this because it gets, may get a little boring, but they get a score kind of like how Amazon sellers are ranked. Cause I have an Amazon background. Okay. And, uh, you know, so Amazon sellers, there are a lot of different uh, key metric points that decide, you know, if I'm looking for, you know, uh, a plastic cup, you know, which plastic cup seller should they show? So same with how we're building our algorithms. It's all based on how many points you have. What are those points for? You also get points for posting, right? So there's some value in that, but um, right. So, so everything comes together to decide your value. And then eventually there's, there's going to be bigger payouts and maybe some kind of um, some kind of currency um, and other things as well uh, as using, using the points for purchase in app purchases um, for transactions or anything else that all the premium features. So it all ties in, but it's built brick by brick with everything Mm -hmm. separate and valuable and built out slowly and and organically. So one of the things that I said in the beginning is that it breaks my heart to see thousands of people, especially youngsters whose entire sense of self-esteem is directly correlated to what people are saying, likes, and uh, and really their their, their whole sense of self uh, is developed through externality, not internally. <clears throat> so it breaks my heart to see these, these not, uh, again, I'm not blaming them, but it's a lot of empty shells, a lot of people walking around that are placating and when, um, and, you know, and, and their self-worth when they're alone, it becomes apparent to them because <clears throat> we both know that there's a direct correlation between the proliferation of technology and anxiety, depression, a lot of mental health problems. How are you going to ensure that that social flexing muscles, uh, I'm cuter than you. I've got a bigger bank account than you. Look at my fancy car that I rented and can't afford. How how can you avoid that? You know, seeping into your platform. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very, it's all based on the gamification. Um, yep. All all roads on influence lead to value, and if okay. um, you know, posting cute videos and they could be very cool videos. And look, 
we we our minds are drawn to just vanity, right? We're yeah. humans. We, we get just pulled down, right? There's a, there's some kind of magnetic uh, energy that it just pulls. Sure. Like we would rather stay in bed and watch TV versus doing anything else in the world. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So and that, that comes from our, yeah, that's our that's that's the conflict that we're born with, and that's that's what we have to overcome. And to tie that in, what I'm saying is. You watch, um, you're, you're scrolling LinkedIn, and suddenly there's this this video of of uh, whether it's the man in India that builds houses out of stick in like 24 hours, or it's that the dog being rescued <laughs> from a raging waterfall. Uh, you get drawn in. Yeah. You're gonna sit there and watch the whole seven minutes, yeah. of it. and yep. that really did not bring value to anyone. No, it's a total burn through of time because you'll never have that seven minutes again in your life. Now, on social platforms, the value is is tied into advertising revenue. So it brought a lot of value to Instagram and to TikTok and to LinkedIn because they're they're getting a lot of money the more the more time you stay on screen. Um, but the the professional uh, user and I'm not going to talk about the social media user because that's their problem. But the professional user is just burning through the time. They're sitting on LinkedIn and watching those videos. Now, some of those videos are great, right? So there could be I don't know promotional, inspirational videos. Uh, you know, there are, there are influences that do a pretty good job, even business influences, but there's also some time wasting associated with that. So if that's all you do, you may have a great score um, on, you know, creating content. You'll have your content creation score very high, but the actual value um, in terms of have you done any deals on the platform? So you're going to have to do a lot more than just be a social influence. Yep. Although there's, there's always going to be that. Yep. But you know what? The plumber that's booking, I just chose plumber randomly, but let's say accountant or financial analyst or or a computer programmer that's booking jobs and that's um, sharing information, maybe has a course, maybe does videos on it. Um, maybe he's referring people um, or she, and they, they, they're really building community. They're engaging, they're adding value and they're making money. That's yep. going to be, that, that's going to be the influencer, the bizfluencer. And we already have some, that are greatly admired on the platform. They actually, people follow them, people are interested. And on other platforms, they get zero, they get zilch. They get like one like a post if they're lucky. And here people are recognizing their value that they bring as a human. So even though their first video, let's say, or first uh, post did not capture your attention because they're not very beautiful or handsome right. or charismatic, awesome. but you realize their value as time goes goes on and Bisflin supports that. Therefore, we're giving people um, like that a chance at success That's great. and successful people a chance at exposure and, and more success. So just to review, and uh, before we pivot, a guy who says, you know, I've got mom, uh, mom and pop business plans are us. And my, you know, we put together your business plan, uh, spiral bound. We've got the graphics, proformers. It's not sexy, right? It's not exactly, uh, you know, it's not exactly playing into the aesthetics that we spoke about, but this guy's, but this guy's cranking and day and light is sitting there in his basement in Kentucky. And, you know, he has to support his wife and kid. And if he, he better start, I love the, the fact that the, the term that you've coined of a, a biz, biz, what's it? A biz influencer, biz influencer, biz influencer. a biz influencer. He's, he's busting his chops. He's adding value. He's, he's, you know, he's doing exactly what he said. He's under promising He's over delivering. How do people find out about Joe business plan maker in, in the basement in Kentucky? Cause I want to help that guy. Believe me, I want to help that guy, but he's not wearing a bikini and he's not, you right. know, and he's not driving a Bentley. So. 
I mean, and that's what Bisfluence is all about, bringing, uh, you know, visibility to, to, to the average Joe. Um, and this is, you know, like we're, this is not, I don't want this to be, you know, an infomercial for Bisfluence, um, but, it, but it's really, it's really about how we could, you know, do this in, in, in life. Stop focusing on the externals. That's what I'm going with. That's what I'm yeah. this. Try, try to get a little bit more authentic with your relationships. You know, um, I, I, I'm kind of like, what do you call it? The, uh, the lizard that changes colors. Ch- chameleon. Uh, I'm a chameleon. I can fit into high society, yep. low society, wherever. Yep. And over time, now that I'm, you know, I've hit my middle age, uh, I, I tend to, I tend to gravitate towards really authentic people. And I don't care That's if they have $1 in the bank account, um, if they're, you know, into fashion or not there, I just don't care anymore. At this point, it's become, you know, who are the people in my life that are supporting me yep. that are genuinely happy when I'm successful that I want to bring along with me or that they want to bring me along with them. And I, I'm really nailing down on that. Like I'm uh, that, that to me has become my life has really changed in that respect where it used to be more about the vanity and about, you yep. know, the fake relationship. And I'm I'm done with that. Like I cannot. I'm not going to go over to your house and have a beer with you. I'm not interested. You know, so it's not it, cool. I'll just hang out with my with my business associates or those authentic people. Yeah, got to be authentic. So Joel, that's if you if you ask me as we're speaking to our team, how does having Joel on on, on the program? How does it dovetail with the thesis or the Anthony Gordon show? You just you just nailed it. I think that the I think what you've done, and I'd love you guys to be super successful because. Um, you know, the listeners know, whatever you know about me, I'm all about trying to f- uh, focus on substance, not form. Um, and I think at the end of the day, you know, I've been around, been close to, represented some hugely famous people who desperately unhappy. And I think they, they I don't wish unhappiness on them, but I think the unhappiness is that their entire sense of being is uh, relating to the response they're going to get from fans and, you know, whether they're going to get accolades. But when you ask them the questions that I ask every single guest, which I'll ask you before the, the curtain falls on the show, really what legacy they, how, what, you know, how they want to be remembered about character. They, 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 they're like a, a deer in a headlight. They haven't thought these things through. And at the end of the day, Joel, at the end of the day, people appreciate real. People appreciate small things. Okay. I said to you, I'm going to call you at a certain time. I called you. I said, I'm going to do something. I, there's not too many people that say what they mean and mean what they say. And I think at the end of time, exactly what happens to you has happened to tons of people is that as I think time goes on, as, as you mature, you know, a lot of the glitzy distractions fall by the wayside because it's really, uh, it's a mile wide, but a half an inch thick and they're not genuinely real people. And at the end of the day, you want to be around people that are genuinely happy for you, that have got your back and that have got substance and they're not, you know, uh, people go through ups and downs. And if you lose your dough and you, and you, you know, and you staying in a basement, you still Joel. And I think, I think that a, a lot of people just um, even till the end there, it's just about how you can help them and yep. how, you know, and, and even legacy, right. Yeah. Um, it's still like, it beca- it's a selfish. Le- they'll say, Oh, my legacy is that I helped a million people. Okay. So basically you want attention and accolades for helping a million people. Yeah. Um, you know, you'll have a legacy when you don't care about your legacy. That's that's actually when you'll have a legacy. And um, and I think that you know, too too few people realize that. Uh, you know, if, uh, one of my partners, I asked him, "What what do you really want?" Because we're doing really well. We have this events company that's that's really blowing up. Uh, 
we, we awesome. started two com- two companies in the last year. I'm exiting now from the third company. Like so, we've got we got some things that are going really well. And I said, what do you want to do when, when you know we make it really big? Hey, he's like, oh, I want to be the biggest. You know, I, I want to be. Uh, I want to give a lot of charity, and everyone should know about me. And I'm like, why? Why should everyone know about you? Yeah. Why? Think about that. And I'm like, uh, and he's he's younger. You know. And <coughs> right. I said, you really think about that. Like, well, why do you want people? Who cares what people know? It, you know, what do you want to do? What value do you want to add to this yep. to this earth? You know, and uh, that's really what you have to be really objective. hundred percent. Or is it subjective? Objective. Uh, you have to be objective, but I think I think what you're saying uh, is something I often say, Joel, and that is ego. The acronym ego, I often tell people, stands for edge God out. If you take, if God's not in the equation, if you think that it's all about me, if you think it's all about uh, the better known I am, uh, the more followers I am, uh, you know, the the uh, the more successful and the more relevant I am, that's a tragedy. It's an absolute tragedy because you and I both know <clears throat> that people that really mean the most and the real things that on the scorecard of life that are have the most longevity and the most important is, was Joel a good father? Was Joel a good friend? And when the feces hit the fan and I called Joel, was he there for me? Those are the things that's based on character, that's based on um, those are the currencies that are everlasting. You know, unfortunately, I've spoken at far too many funerals, <clears throat> and I'm yet to attend a funeral where anyone is eulogizing the deceased and saying, you know, here, here lies David. He had a, a Ferrari. He had a property in four states. And oh, by the way, he had a uh, he had a beautiful duplex in, 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 uh, in David's village. I, I, I mean, it could be, but I've never heard that eulogy, which at the end of the day, when push comes to show, when you when you when you've come to the end of this journey called life, people talk about what kind of father, what kind of husband, and what things did you do to touch people's hearts and soul? And people realize that the things that bring the most happiness are not things. That's, that's very interesting, but I, I, I want to I take it a step further, Anthony. I'm okay. saying, yep. I'm saying if we still end up at people say, who cares what people say? The question is, did you inspire people yep. to add further light to the, like you brought some light in, yep. you lit their torches and Beautiful. whether people are saying it or not. And, and I think, you know, whether you're a believing person or not, it's about changing the world, creating a better place. If you create a better place, uh, you know, you may not be remembered. It's, it's a sad fact. Look, things were remembered. Um, do you remember your great grandfather or, Go one generation back, no one, yeah. no one remembers. Yeah. Uh, and but but you may be living through him. Some of those things that have been passed on to you that you so admire in your father or your yeah. mother, it, it all comes down from place. So so really, I think the biggest impact we have is when we have no impact. Uh, apparently, we don't we don't see it. We don't know about it. No one says that I. You know, there's no big funeral, but ultimately, you've actually changed a lot of lives. And so many people do that in quiet and hidden ways, very subtle. No one knows about them, but they inspire others. And those people go on and inspire more people. And it's just like, so, like, the, like a network effect of, of what we're trying to accomplish on BizFluence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I, well, I'm laughing. I'm laughing because the, you said two key things. And I, I'm, I'm saying it's, I, I'm, a, I, I'm at a, certainly the show is not about, <laughs> it's not about, uh, 
you know, trying to impress the audience is about being brutally straight and, and hopefully the tagline of the show is, you know, life lessons that I didn't learn at Harvard, because this is not about uh, the things that you learn in the IVD schools. Number one, I think it's the things you do in private that no one's going to find out about. And uh, I love the way you said, it's the lives that you've changed by the person that you are. And often it's not the things that you say, it's just the way you act. And, <clears throat> you know, when the cameras are off, uh, you know, and you, you walk over to the little toddler who's, uh, whose ice lolly has fallen on the floor and you take them to the, those are the, those are moments of greatness. And I think that people intuitively recognize that. Yeah. And, and you know, I mean, you, you can't, although you could post about them on social media, you know, like, Oh, what a great husband I came home and but honestly though um uh, what I was gonna say was yeah so I got I got upset at, at one of my um it was there was a it was a uh, let's just say a colleague yep and we, we there was something going on it was very hectic we're, we're in, we've got the events business going on at the same time and you know like I I don't have much time so it, it we, we move at a very frantic pace yep. and in the events business, things can go sideways, very, 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 very sideways. And, and I snapped at this guy. Okay. Yep. And because I pay his salary, yep. that's wrong, right? Because you don't want a salaried person coming home upset because the, you know, finger boss. quotes, a boss, uh, you know, snapped at him. Yep. But, but we're, we're, we're very close. And I told him, let me ask you a question. What's worse snapping at your wife which I know you do and I do and everyone does or, or at your kids or, or at someone you work with. And I said, can I, can I dare say that it's worse to snap at your wife, but yet you do that. But how can we get so shocked? It's That's just me being real. That's it's very interesting. Me, it's me being real. Like I got nervous. Yeah. So I'm not going to be fake polite, right? I'm going to be real polite, but I'll also be real. Right. When I lose it, um, my greater effort will be in trying to, trying to, you know, have patience at home. Right, with people that that truly count, um, but I mean, obviously, we have a great relationship at work, and it's all good. Yep. But I just brought home a point, like we just I love a philosophical discussion, yep. you know, where hey, everyone gets, oh man, my boss yelled at me. You just yelled at your wife. How's that better? Like, are you a better person <laughs> than your boss? You know? So, uh, no, you're hundred percent right. Perspective. So, <clears throat> I I tell you what, my analysis is, you know, before any show, I try and do a reasonably deep dive on the person that's going to be the guest. And, oh and get the center of the heart and soul. Here's my sense of you. Okay. You know, I, I see a guy, if I look at the panoramic overview of Joel Wall, I see a guy, you know, fair amount of photographs with tuxedos, fair amount of photographs, um, you know, on a stage with the Amazon. And then I see, I mean, maybe this is just because I looked at it sequentially, certainly in the last several months, and for sure the person that I spoke to, meaning when we started speaking before the show, I don't see a person who's using hyperboles. I don't see a person who's trying to impress. I, th I think a person who's, who's, who's very sincere. And I, I, I mean, what I'm hearing, I think the reason why you are driven and working, you know, ridiculous hours for Bizfluencer, which I, again, would love to be a huge success, um, is because it's all about value. It's all about the little guy. It's all about someone who, you know, who might not be able to take a selfie sprawled over a Ferrari, but he's busting his chops and he's a great, and you know, and he's, and he's making a living and he cares about his family. So Joel, I think the reason why the conversations that we had offline before the show 
And, I, and the value proposition of BizFluence resonated with me is it's about being real. It's about the underdog. It's about giving a chance for a guy who's busting his chops to put food on the table to take care of his family, but he'll never be sprawled all over a Ferrari. And he's certainly not going to be a picture with him, a selfie with Justin Bieber, but he's an, but that's my, that's, those are the heroes and they're unsung and you giving a song to the unsung heroes of America and the small businesses is that, that drives this country. So for that, you are a hero to many, many people. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm far from a hero and everything I spoke about uh, is are things that I strive towards but I'm, I'm very far from from there um but what what i find unique about me i think is the fact that i i really i try to merge both worlds because i do i do own you know a fast car <laughs> and uh you know i am sitting now in this uh beautiful uh home movie theater <laughs> so you, man it's the quietest room in the house <laughs> um, so you know I, I live the life so to speak but I, I appreciate the struggle. I've, I've gone through a lot. And I think that, that you know, I, struggle really, you know, they say it, it's very cliche, but, it, but it's, it's true because you can appreciate, you know, you appreciate the good. And, and that, I think that to me, that's the greatest thing. Like a lot of people are very much into the scarcity thing. Like, why do you need a big house? Why do you need this? Why do you need that? But I think if you can have the giant house, yeah, it's a- but then use it, to help others and to yeah. have guests and, you know, same with the cars and same with any, anything yeah. else. Um, I, th- I think that's the ultimate is, yep. is being able to have it both um, yeah. and, and stay humble throughout. And I think it's important. Uh, so the struggles, the struggles is definitely what keeps us, uh, keeps us humble. I always tell people, you know, great, uh, great sailors are not born from calm seas. You know, it's choppy seas out there. Here's the final two questions before the curtain comes down. I ask every single guest and I, and I, and I, I ask for no, there's no right or wrong answer. It's just from, from the bottom of the heart. Any person on the planet, Joel, I mean, for that matter, dead or alive, you get 15 minutes with them alone. Who would that person be and why? Uh, are they alive or dead? Either way. I don't like doing the dead thing because that, that's like, okay, <laughs> Moses. Uh, live, uh, it would have to be Elon Musk. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's got the same accent as me and our net worth is just, you know, a little different. Yeah, no, I, I, (laughs) (laughs) and it's not about the net worth at all. Like, uh, obviously we, we, you know, there, there are many mad geniuses probably on the same level. It's just, you know, he's the one we know, Sure, you know, um, there's gotta be some, some luck somewhere in there, but the fact is the guy is, is symbolic and, and the guy's proof that you could do Anything you set your mind to, nothing can stop you. Nothing. I mean, zero. 100%. Zero. Uh, 100%. Is, is like 100% symbolic of that. And he, you know, over the last few years, he really became, um, in terms of um, not even financial success, but in terms of, you know, being a visionary and having Holy. Uh, having a vision, that's like, I, we can learn so much from, from that guy. So, yeah, I'd, lo- I'd love to sit with him. Right. And I will. I'm sure at some point I will. Yeah, uh, he's a role model of courage. And I, so as the curtain falls, and and uh, I think this is very symbolic of a lot of what we discussed, Joel, is I want you to think of uh, your 95th birthday party. A huge chocolate cake comes out with obviously a fair amount of candles and your significant other is in the room, your, your immediate family, closest buddies, your spiritual mentor, whoever's very close to you. And the boom mic, moves around the room and each person 
says a few words on Joel Wall. What do you want them to say? Well, honestly, does anyone pop out of that cake or not? <laughs> it's a similar. <laughs> That's probably what I would say. Hey, how come no one's popping out of that cake? I paid for that. So, uh, um, what I hope to say, um, uh, well, number one, I would just say, I would, I would ask uh, my wife to, to just pull out the platinum uh, Amex to pay for the event. <laughs> number one. Uh, number two, uh, I, honestly, I, I'm really working. I'm working on myself. My dream is that when I'm 95 and this big event, this is a big party, I just sit there with a smile and I don't have to say anything. I think that's, that's the ultimate for me. I, brilliant, actually. I don't want to say anything. Well, it's actually it's, very, very profound because if you can reach that point and your deeds and your actions speaks a lot louder than your words, um, I think that uh, that's very telling. So I, I, I'll say this. Firstly, I want to, if you could just give the URL to our listeners on, uh, you know, if they want to see a little bit more about the platform, join BizFluence. Yeah, BizFluence app, BizFluence, BizFluence on desktop, uh, BizFluenceApp.com. So I want to end by saying, firstly, Joel, I appreciate your time. I, I think the Anthony Gordon Show has come to mean a place where we talk about things that are real. We put, place a premium of form over uh, a substance over form and help hopefully people impart tools for life that you certainly don't leave, learn in the Ivy League schools. And I think some of the lessons that hopefully the listeners can take away from, from our discussion today is that firstly, I think nothing that's worthwhile comes without a lot of courage, a lot of pain, a lot of setbacks. No one gets the, the silver spoon. Number two, it's, um, it's a journey. Uh, you know, it's not every single day. And, every, and as, as the journey continues, we, we're refining, we're fine-tuning. And I think what I very much like uh, that I think was your last soundbite um, is it's not what we say, um, not necessarily, you know, what's in our bank, but it's our actions, the way we treat loved ones that ultimately will become our legacy. And but we got to have something in the bank. Yeah, that's true. No. <laughs> well, well, paying for the dinner. <laughs> and, uh, and through all of this, Joel, um, you know, I give you a tremendous kudos for keeping your sense of humor. Uh, you know, um, I don't listen. I'm not hearing unless I'm missing something. I, I'm not, doesn't seem like I'm speaking to a guy who's better. I think, uh, I think that you pivoted very quickly. Um, you know, after your, your sojourn at LinkedIn uh, came to an end, I think that uh, you did what, Probably the most courageous thing is to do is uh, let me build a just a platform that I think is more symbolic of the kind of people that I would like to share my journey with, and I'm hoping that I'm hoping firstly tremendous success for BizFluence, and uh, you know I, I think that if people can pick up some of the substance and uh, and and the fact that it's it's all about being real, um, I think those are the currencies for the currency for living a purposeful, meaningful, and happy life. Joel, continued success. Thank you for coming on the Antsy Gordon Show. Appreciate it. Thank you. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. 
Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.